0: Welcome back. We're in Revelation chapter 14, verse 10. Let's go. But before we start, I will state something. Today marks a very dark day for me, for the country of America, with politics now being controlled, not by Democrats, which I'm okay with, and not by Republicans, which I'm okay with, but by socialists and communists. And if I didn't, the reason I mention this is because if I didn't understand the Bible, if I didn't understand the true time frame of revelation, I would probably say today probably marks the beginning of the tribulation. You know, one of these people is the antichrist, but I know the Bible. I understand revelation, the trim- timeline, we're still in the church age. The tribulation is yet to come. The rapture has yet to happen. It will happen. And we're about to see some disgusting stuff in the country of the United States of America, some absolutely disgusting stuff with abortion being increased and worsened and the Supreme Court being stacked so that biblical values will probably never again be see the light of day anywhere in this country, uh, start of a very dark period personally um, uh, for our country. But as I've said before, I think on this program, I believe that Our country is the most blessed and prosperous nation in the history of the world for one simple reason. It's the only country ever founded on biblical principles, founded on the Bible. But we have turned away from it. Like Sodom and Gomorrah rejected Christ, we as a country have rejected Christ. Over 70% say they are Christians, and yet we have socialists and communists running our government now. And so that can't be true people are not voting their biblical values because this is about to be very, very sad. What's going to happen with abortion and so many other uh, biblical values are just going to be destroyed. So I firmly believe this, uh, we we can talk about this maybe at some other point in in Revelation, but I believe that the United States will fall and will fall hard and will cease to be a superpower. Uh, And I believe that's for one simple reason, it has turned its back on God. And you can see that transcending culture from East Coast to West Coast, in all different forms of life. Uh, very sad. So, But here's also the other thing I want to say is that God is sovereign. He is still on the throne. He knows exactly what's going on and he's allowing this. And he's going to use these people as his instruments of judgment on the United States of America. And I pray that as we get hammered with socialist policies, that more people will turn to Christ and say, okay, God, I, I need to trust you because... I hate what I'm seeing, and I can't do anything about it. So, may we just kind of trust in God's sovereignty, know that this is not the tribulation, know that we haven't been raptured yet, and that'll help us get through all of this. I say that because it does relate to Revelation. Um, And you may agree, uh, or you may disagree, and we can agree to disagree, but those are my um, personal beliefs, and I put them right here in Revelation for the timeline. So here we go, verse 9. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, verse 10, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God. So, if they're worshiping the beast, the false prophet, the image that they create, they take the mark of the beast, which will be a choice to take it. You won't be forced to receive it. Yes, you won't be able to do a lot of things, work. Uh, probably buy, sell goods, probably starve to death. So you'll feel compelled to take it. But if you love Jesus, uh, if you fall in love with him during the tribulation, now you wouldn't have fallen in love with him before the tribulation because then you would have been raptured. So you didn't love him. You rejected him before the tribulation, lived in the tribulation, had the choice to follow Jesus. You choose Jesus and you reject this mark of the beast. Or you accept the mark of the beast and you worship God because you believe that food is more important than Jesus. You believe that work is more important than Jesus. You believe that fitting in with culture and society is more important than Jesus. So those are going to be the kind of two groups that we see during the tribulation. And it's the two groups that we see today. We, um, it's happening all over the world. We just don't see it in America because our eyes are blinded because of all the wealth um, and freedoms that we have over here. But that's not true in many parts of the world. And it says, shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God. So the wrath of God will be poured out on them for sure, um, like never before. And if we look at Galatians 6, 7, it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will, will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Those who reject God, put forth these abortion, baby-killing policies, who put forth so many of these anti-biblical, completely unbiblical, anti-Jesus policies, are going to pay for it for eternity. So, if you feel bad that, like me, that our nation is about to get turned upside down, it's, it's already pretty upside down, but like completely upside down, and it's scary for me, um... Just know that God will judge these people. He will absolutely judge these people. And the president can't sit there and say that he believes in Jesus on one hand, and on the other hand sign a bill that says let's kill babies. It's absolutely not possible to love Jesus and do that. Um, And if you think it is, you need to read your Bible again. God calls us to protect the innocent, to protect the vulnerable, to protect widows and orphans. And help out where to uh honor the sanctity of life. And life begins at conception. So um yeah, just you know that that gives me a great deal of peace actually. Um, although there's many parts of hell that I'm just like, Wow, that's crazy. Um it actually gives me peace knowing that people will be judged for their actions on this earth. And uh yeah, so I'll say that. Then uh, verse 10 goes on to say, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. Full strength, big time, like we've never seen before. And it says, He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So people in hell are aware of their punishment. They can feel it. It's awful. It was prepared for Satan. But the majority of people choose to follow Satan. Either by literally worshiping Satan or by rejecting God, which is the same as following Satan because Satan wants you to reject God. If you've rejected God, if you don't have Christ in you, if you don't have the Holy Spirit living in you, if you're not reborn, then you're following exactly what Satan wants you to do. And you're going to follow him to hell. But there's a simple solution. So, so, so simple. I don't care if you're 90, 80, 60, 20. I don't care what you've done in your life. God will forgive you. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He will cover all sins, past, present, and future. As far as the east is from the west, you are forgiven if you declare Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, knowing that he died for you and he forgives you, and you repent of your sins. It's that simple. Like, that's really how simple it is, and how awesome is that for an everlasting gospel? But it's also so hard because you, and this is me in the past, because I had to do this, and if you haven't done this, then you still need to do this, or you have the chance to do it before you die, anyways. You still have to have to humble yourself and say, "Okay, I'm not God. I can't worship myself. I can't worship multiple gods. I can't worship these false gods. It's God and God alone, and there's one God, three persons in one Godhead: the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." So, yeah. Uh, G- Satan in hell is also, and I've said this, is not the leader. It's not like he's the general of hell, telling people what to do, and he's going to have this authority and be happy and proud down there. Nope. He is just another entity in hell being tortured for eternity. And he will be placed there by God. He'll get there before people are put there. The uh, beast, the false prophet, and Satan. Satan. So you're going to have all three of that satanic trinity of the unholy trinity uh, in hell before people get there. So very nasty place, but he's just going to be another person there facing, the, you know, having condemned, being condemned for eternity for having rejected Christ. Did you know that Jesus taught more on hell than on heaven? So if you're one of those people who thinks, oh, no, there, there's no hell. Well, if you believe in Jesus, then you have to believe in hell because it's a very biblical concept, and it was taught more by Jesus than heaven was taught by Jesus. So it's sad because too many people are too callous to the idea of hell and don't think it pertains to them. Too many people self-diagnose that hell is not possible. They say it's not a possible result of the illness of my sin. It's not a possible result because if there's a loving God, He wouldn't send me to hell. I've heard people say this. Uh, I've had a conversation with a friend who's an atheist and he said, well, I think I'm a good person and if God decides to send me to hell uh, for being a good person, then He can send me to hell. That's His choice as God. And said, but you don't believe in God? And he's like, I don't, but if you're saying there's a God and there's a hell and He sends me a good person to hell, then so be it. I'm like, well, that's... Certainly one view, Um, that's not the view that conforms with the Bible, and the Bible is the only book in the history of the world that has over 20,000 manuscripts, over 20,000 archaeological finds to back it up. It has zero contradictions, uh, etc. You've heard that before from me. Um, Just an amazing, amazing book, and it teaches about heaven and it teaches about hell. It teaches about eternal life and it teaches about eternal condemnation. And you get to choose the path because you have no excuse, especially if you're in America. You have no excuse. There's a Bible everywhere, probably in your home, certainly in uh, in a home on your block. You can get a free app on your phone. You can go to the library. It's You have the freedom to read it. Uh, it's legally allowed to be read and to be purchased and to be uh, checked out of a library, etc. So there are no excuses. So I encourage you to understand that there is a heaven and there is indeed a hell. And again, maybe that brings you solace, knowing that some of the people who have wronged you, who you are quite certain, now you don't know. I don't know every person who's going to go to heaven that I look at. I don't know every person who's going to go to hell, because I only see outward uh, signs. I see the fruit on the tree. I don't actually get to see the inside. God sees the heart, and He's the one who knows if someone's saved or not. And Sometimes someone's saved, but they've got horrible actions. Uh, They're just not representing it uh, for that moment in time. And uh, other people may have wonderful outward appearances and give to charity and do nice things, but they reject God. They worship Satan. They, w- they worship a, um, a Buddha or uh, one of the million Hindu gods or whatever it may be. So, But uh, to me personally, it, can, it brings me solace to say, you know what, um, that person who wronged me, they're going to have to face God for that. But what I really hope is that before they die, They accept Jesus and they're born again so that I can see them in heaven and we can hang out for eternity. And if God can forgive them, then I can forgive them. Uh, But I've got to do the forgiving first um, so I can go on in my life. Otherwise, that anger and resentment is just going to well up and turn into uh, bitterness. And I see people like that. They they have unforgiveness and it just destroys them. And they're bitter people because of it. Uh, It's very sad to see. I've seen it play out over the past 10, 20 years and um, different people in my life and uh, very sad. So um, quite a personal podcast here today, but you get my views. But remember that God is sovereign. He is still on the throne and he loves you. And I pray that all of us today would trust him and that the sadness that I feel for our country, the anger that I feel for our country, And that I would be able to forgive these people. But I will not back down. I will not stand down from my biblical beliefs. I will stand up proudly. I will be all the more loud. In a loving and kind way. I will hope to do more things. For the glory of Christ. So that more people come to know Him. Lord, thank you. For loving us. Help mend our hearts when we're hurt. When we're hurt by a friend. A colleague. By a politician. Help us to still love on that person. You call us to love our enemies. You call us to forgive 70 times 7. Help us to forgive. That doesn't mean we have to tolerate and uh, go along with what they say. No. Lord, you do call us to obey the government and and to obey people in uh, powers of position and authority over us and to honor them until they force us to do something that is against our biblical views. And then we stand up for Christ and we risk jail and we risk death and we risk money and we risk anything we need to to stand for the truth in Christ Lord. Help us to know how to do all this and love you and love people so that they'll love you Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Daily Verse by Verse. We want you to be prepared in season and out of season to study the whole counsel of God so that you can share with people who Jesus is through your actions so that you have the right to tell them who Jesus is so that they can come to know Jesus or come to know Jesus better. We strongly encourage you to share this message, this podcast, on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, message, email someone who you think could benefit from it. It's an easy way for you to go out and witness to the world just by sharing this podcast. We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.